tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Over the past few days, we've been focusing on three people who have been nominated for the Sheila McKechnie Foundation's National Campaigner Awards, which honor people who helped change the law, held the powerful to account, or made a difference in their communities. Today, the UK's blood contamination scandal. That's after a short break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Most people that were infected with HIV died uh, in the early 90s. And so from the original approximately 1,250 people who were infected with HIV and hepatitis C, there are only somewhere between two and 300, we think, still alive. This is Jason Evans. He's the founder and director of campaign group Factor 8. Factor 8 started, I guess, unofficially in 2015, 2016, And it came about really as a a conversation between myself and two people who were themselves infected through infected blood products with HIV and hepatitis C. As for myself, my father was a victim and he died when I was four years old in 1993 from HIV and hepatitis C. In the 1970s and 80s, thousands of people with haemophilia and other bleeding disorders were given blood that was infected with HIV and hepatitis viruses. They were given factor concentrates, a pharmaceutical product that increasingly began to be used to treat bleeding disorders. The reason why everyone infected with HIV was also infected with hepatitis C is because those factor 8 blood products which cause these infections, they were made by pooling or mixing together the blood plasma donations of tens of thousands of people. It meant if one single donor was infected with a blood-borne virus, the whole batch of medication could be contaminated. And the sources of plasma that the pharmaceutical companies were using were questionable. They were collecting plasma from the prisons in America, from Skid Row locations. They were buying in plasma from third world countries. And paying for plasma in itself had long understood to be a problem because when you pay for plasma, which we don't do on the NHS and haven't done, you give people a motivation to lie about their lifestyle, about their health statuses. You know, have you had or do you have hepatitis, for example? You know, are you an IV drug user? Those kinds of questions. Before then, people had been treated with cryoprecipitate, a bit like a blood transfusion, where a person received one unit from one volunteer donor on the NHS. Now, when you had a bottle of Factor Eight, you were being exposed to the blood plasma of tens of thousands of people in one shot. It went through being this kind of goodwill system to being now a commercialised business. So what has Jason Evans been campaigning for? Starting with hepatitis C, that's a virus which 
predominantly causes damage to the liver left untreated it results in uh, or can result in liver cancer cirrhosis and other conditions it can often take decades for the severe symptoms of hepatitis c to become apparent the virus can lurk in the liver for a long time slowly doing damage without treatment someone infected with hiv the virus will basically destroy their immune system and once their immune system has deteriorated to a certain level they're then classed with aids people often weren't told they were infected long after the clinicians knew in my father's own case his medical records show he wasn't told for about 6 months after the hospital knew for sure that he had hiv some people weren't told for years that they were infected and there were children born with hiv having been infected through the mother you know partners of people have also died for decades though calls for a public inquiry to examine what happened were refused margaret thatcher denied an investigation in the 1980s as did every subsequent government that was until 2017 now following new evidence the prime minister says an inquiry into the scandal will finally take place The then PM Theresa May appointed Sir Brian Langstaff, a former High Court judge, to lead the inquiry. So, what has it discovered? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Along with other campaigners, Jason Evans has presented evidence to the inquiry to show how both pharmaceutical companies and the government were at fault. His evidence suggests that had more been done sooner, fewer people would have been infected. One piece of evidence shows that if the products had been heated after they'd been imported from the US, hepatitis C and HIV would have been killed. The only thing that you needed to do was to find a chemical stabilizer which basically protects the blood proteins from being destroyed by the heat themselves. The manufacturers just skipped that step. They didn't invest the money or resources to find the chemical stabilizer. Heat treatment was eventually introduced around 1985, but by then it was too late for thousands of people. The inquiry's second interim report has now been published, with the third and final part expected later this year. The government is considering intensely the recommendations outlined in this report, and work is underway at pace across all relevant departments to respond fully. And even before the inquiry has concluded, the government has agreed to pay out 400 million pounds in compensation. I think it's probably an unusual, maybe even an unprecedented step for a public inquiry not just to recommend compensation but to recommend it even before the final report because they recognize the evidence is so damning and the need is so urgent. As for Jason Evans, it's been a long fight. It's it's very difficult to know what my dad would think to all this to be honest I mean deep down I think the honest answer is that he probably would have preferred me to have got on with my own life quote and quote because this has become my life the campaign has become my life it it has 
you know, in more recent years, almost defined who who I am. But uh, I I could I just couldn't put it down. I could not let it go, and so I've I've carried on. But even since the inquiry was first announced in 2017, an estimated 500 people affected by the scandal have died. The costs are high because people have lost so much. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. Today's episode was written and mixed by Emmy Harper. Tortoise.